Hey, Gather, Grow, Go family. It's Pastor Melissa here. And today we are continuing in this series of prayer and prayer practices that can be good to our souls and strengthening in that relationship between us and the divine. Today's prayer practice is one that I am fond of. It is called the breath prayer. And the mechanics of it are very simple. It's an acknowledgement of that our very first gift from God is that breath that we breathe in upon birth and is the breath that will be with us until our last breath on this earth is taken. And in the midst of that, there's a way to use it as prayer. So when I am engaging in breath prayer, I simply begin by slowing down and noticing my breath. Sometimes I'll encourage myself to slow the breathing down, to take deeper inhales and slower exhales. Sometimes I'll let the breath be whatever it is. But as I notice the breath, I begin to give thanks for the breath. And then I move into a practice where as I breathe in, I breathe in God. And so I might use that as a time to practice naming God, right? We have so many beautiful names for who God is throughout scriptures and who God has come to be to us specifically in our lifetime. So I might name God as God or that day maybe I need someone who is a sustainer because this quarantine sustains itself on forever um, and I need a God who's bigger than that. So I might name God on my breaths in as my sustainer. Um, I name God as however I need to name God. And then when you breathe out, it's a practice of releasing. It's releasing whatever may hold you back from God. Sometimes that might be releasing the sins that are within us. Sometimes it might be releasing something that simply is a roadblock or an obstacle. So we release whatever that is. If you're feeling anxiety, You might release anxiety by naming it as such. You might release your fears. You might name a specific fear. But that's the prayer practice in its whole. You simply begin by noticing your breath, giving thanks to God for the gift of breath. And then as we breathe in, you breathe in God, naming God for whoever you want God to be. And as you breathe out, you release what's holding you from God. And you do that over and over again until you're ready to say, Amen. Gather, Grow, Go podcast. I'm Pastor Daniel. I'm Pastor Melissa. And I'm just Kiefer. On the Gather, Grow pod, whoa, the podcast, the Pogue podcast. Welcome to the Pogue podcast. And today we're continuing in prayer and with this great type of prayer, the breath prayer. So I wonder, Daniel Kiefer, what is y'all's experience with breath prayer? Have you practiced it before, whether intentionally or unintentionally? (laughs) 
I think I practiced it unintentionally because while you were talking about it, I mean, there's a lot of different, like if anybody's ever done yoga, like that's a part of it, like the yeah. breathing in and exhaling, like, and thinking, visualizing what you're breathing in and what you're letting go, like yep. is part of that as well. Um, and in, I've talked about meditation too, I think in this series um, that, you know, that's part of it too. Like the breath is always um, how you get focused. And it's the, mm. I've found that it's the focusing on your breath is the easiest way of clearing my very, very highly trafficked mind. Like, mm. you know, yes. that's the, just instead of like trying to think about something, you just like notice your breath and that's all you like worry mm. about. And for some reason that's easier than me, like focusing on a spot in the room or focusing on, you know, anything else. Like the breath is always the easiest way for me to clear my mind. I feel like it's almost because there's a movement to that breath. Like, cause mm. I find the same thing. Yeah, a breath static. is that tool. Yeah. For me. Yeah, this breath prayer wasn't was something I hadn't really experienced until I got to seminary. Um, you know, the, the faith communities I grew up in were, you know, fairly conservative Texas. I mean, we're Methodist, but conservative Texas kind of, you know, prayers yeah. amounted to asking God for stuff, interceding on behalf of others and the Lord's Prayer. Those were the three types of prayer, right? They were all talking and, you know, that was most of it. Um, but my deepest experience of this has been that, you know, and it, it does, and it, it's its intent, but is that it is a prayer that is grounding, mm, yeah. right? It calms the super highway that is the traffic of the mind, right? But it also grounds me kind of in the very present reality, but also in the reality of God and the state of my soul. I feel like it does all three of those things really profoundly well, just the breath focus in and of itself to begin with sort of gets you situated and sort of frees all the rest. And then, you know, when you have to name God, mm -hmm. part of what you have to know is what do you need, right? And, yeah. and so it kind of grounds me in what I need, but also in the truth that, that God is big enough not to steal a catch line from another church in our area. <laughs> um, but God is big enough to, to, to be what we need, right? No matter where yeah. we are uh, as humanity, right? God is, is sufficient. Um, but then in the, in the breathing out piece, the releasing of that stuff that is getting in the way, it's almost like a micro Lent, right? Sometimes in Lent, we, we okay. reflect on um, what do we need to give up in order that is kind of coming between us and a deeper connection and relationship with God. Right. Yeah. And in this breath prayer is sort of a, a little micro experience and expression of that. Um, one of the life hacks I have found for myself uh -huh. is that my step counting watch also, you know, in a very has secular way breath. has, has the breath thing where for two minutes or for five minutes, you can set it and it'll buzz your wrist for breathe in and uh -huh. breathe out. And, and there are a lot of times when you can get into it without, needing that but in when the mind is a super highway at rush hour right and everything is gridlocked and you can't really release much of anything having that buzz reminder on my wrist helps me kind of get in the flow of it and the rhythm of it so that eventually it all kind of uh passes away and and then you're really in that moment of deep prayer yeah um, this is one of those prayer practices for me that I loved what you named earlier, Daniel, of like, it can help point to a need. Um, and I think it can also um, expand your definition of God. 
Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I think we get like so in the habit of how we pray, of we name God in one specific way. And then that's all we name God as for like a long season, years of life. And I think we can unintentionally box God in, in that. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's this like, when we come to this prayer, like you said, we have to know what we need from God and how I know that I found what I really need from God is when I keep returning to a name. Like oftentimes Mm. I will breathe in and I'll have all these different names for God. And then all of a sudden I'll keep going back to the third one that I named and I'll do Mm. that. And all of a sudden the rest will fall away and I'll just pray God's name is that even if the releasing is changing every time. And sometimes it's reversed. Sometimes I really need to release something, but I really know Mm. who God is for me. Um, but it's that release and it's that practice of remembering that, oh yeah, God isn't just like Jesus. God is also, uh, you know, mystery or inviter or, um, disruptor of the ordinary or, you know, uh, you could, we could go on and on of all the things that God is, but it's this beautiful reminder to open ourselves back up to who God is. Well, I think that, yeah, it helps us know who God is, but, and that's why I use the word grounding, right? On, on like three different fronts, grounding in who God is, grounding in where I am, and also grounding in the state of my soul, right? Um, in any one of those spaces, we can get in a rut right. pretty easily, right? Uh, and, and this prayer practice gives us the capacity, I think, to to open up um, yeah. to transformation, right? Um, the, the theological word atonement comes to mind right now. Okay. And, and, and often, especially around Easter time, we think of atonement in a substitutionary atonement kind of way that is kind of become pervasive within our pop Christianity where, you know, Jesus bore the sins of humanity on the like, cross okay, and he had, <laughs> right? he had to die in order for us to be forgiven, right? But atonement within, and that's really a, a last 200 years of Christianity has it become sort of the default pop Christian understanding of what atonement is and means. Um, but throughout the history of Christianity, atonement has been really focused on that at one vent with God. Yes. Right. Yeah. And breath prayer in many ways, um, is a place where I feel at one, like, we talked about intercessory prayer last week and intercessory prayer helps me connect to the greater need uh, of the world and helps me, you know, not be so self-centered and self-focused all the time. Right. It helps me see the world with the eyes of Christ. Right. Um, but this breath prayer can get my soul to a place of at one meant more fully than maybe even than intercessory prayer does, at least for me on a consistent basis. This Cause is one it's of in those. that place of grounding and foundation. Yeah, this is one of those prayer practices that I think is this beautiful, um, you know, as you kind of said, I feel like we've got this movement of we have become so westernized Christians that the pendulum is kind of swinging back. Um, and we're realizing that there's all this beauty in a lot of Eastern Christian thought that's kind of been lost. Um, John yeah. Wesley was actually, you know, one that if you would look at his bookshelves, which was, um, this wasn't ordinary for his day, but you would see the classic Western thoughts, you know, your Martin Luther's, your more Catholic thinkers, 
um, those kinds of Augustine things. Aquinas, those kinds, yeah, of guys. those kinds yeah. of guys that have led to more of this like upright. We're very reserved with our like how we express emotion kind of thing. Um, but he also had all these Eastern thinkers that um, really had more of this like body movement and incorporating your mm. whole. You know, we were big in the Christian church. We forget it. But that, you know, mind, body, soul, that those yeah. are all equally important to God because God gifted all of those. And in God's image, all of that is made. Yeah. Um, and so I think breath prayer is a very easy, like, reentering of that intri- integration of ourselves. Mm. Of, God doesn't just connect to me on my mind level. Right. God doesn't just connect to me on my feelings and heart level. Um, but God connects, wants to connect with the wholeness of who I am mm. and I think our it's a way incorporates all of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a step back to me for like, um, be, I mean, we talk again, it always, things circle back, seem to circle back all the time to the word presence for me. Um, mm. and that being sort of a goal and to be present, you have to sort of be in your body and like aware of, you know, what what's happening around you and you were just talking about that whole movement of you know becoming we sit with our hands folded we don't you know dance and clap in church anymore we don't like things like that we sort of we're getting back to you know raising our hands and you know things Uh like that that are becoming it's like it has to like what's on the list we know i raise my hands right it's like what's okay (laughs) to do and what's not okay to do and and all Mm. of that and it's and there's a lot of kind of boxes for that but i think focusing on your breath and doing prayer practices like this where you're centered on your breath is kind of maybe a first step back into your body, like back into because mm. people people tend yeah. to hear body now and they go, oh no, flesh, blah, blah, you know, and they go <laughs> and it's they kind of hastily go, no, it's bad, we got to get out of it, and which is I think probably where a lot of the, those things came from is is over, I would say overly focusing on all these things about if it's if it's body, it's bad, you know, like that yes. kind of that kind of hasty generalization. It's um, Greek dualism. It like goes yeah. all the way back to that, mm. that like has influenced and impacted our Christian thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, I think, I think it's a necessary step to get back into your, into your bodies. Cause if you're not in your bodies, then how can like, it's, it's Philippians, right. That says, um, I want to join Jesus in his, in his suffering. Like I, I want yeah. to go, I want to follow Jesus even through suffering, even to death on a cross. Yeah. And I can't really like fully go through it. And, and I've always found the heart of that to be, I can't really go through everything Jesus went through unless I'm fully present with my own suffering here in life. Like I have to, I have to acknowledge that as he did in order to be um, like him to, in order to follow him. And so I don't know if that starts, I guess that all, that, that was a, that was a lengthy step away, but I think that breath leads to that kind of um, mm-hmm. that kind of movement yeah. in our life. Absolutely we we hope and pray that that this invitation to you has got your soul excited and sparked um that that the opportunity does exist uh in in a a world that's telling us to go 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 and talk 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 um to sit and to breathe so your invitation to grow this week church is just that to rest to breathe to be attentive to your breath and that as you breathe to build a foundation connection to God, naming God for who God is and who you need God to be 
and releasing to God those things that get in the way, those things that trouble your soul, those things that eat you from the inside out. So may we breathe and may we pray and may we be grounded in God's character and hope together. And now go, receive this benediction, this blessing that's meant to be lived out this week. Go knowing that whether intentionally praying or just simply going about your day breathing, God is in each inhale and exhale, each gift of life offered over and over again. From first breath to dying, may you be blessed by breath. Amen. Amen. Amen.